welcome to episode 66 of the Single Mother Survival Guide podcast. My name is Julia Husher and I'm the host of this show. If you haven't listened before, welcome. I hope you like it. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. But for anyone who's listening, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, please just pause this episode and go back and listen to that. Because in this week's episode, I am continuing the conversation that I had with Viviana Ochoa. So if you listen to the episode from last week, then this one just continues straight on from that chat that we were having. She's just amazing and I'm going to get into it in a minute. But before I do, I just wanted to say my daughter has been away with her dad for the last since last week and... It's been pretty hard for me this time, actually. I was really missing her and he really wanted to surprise her for her graduation, her daycare graduation, which I thought was really sweet and very, very nice of him. So I said, okay, sure. But because she's only four and a half, I didn't want her to be completely thrown. So I did tell her that her daddy was coming this week, but I didn't tell her when. And then I did tell her that she'd be going away with him for a week because I didn't want him to arrive and then that would be a surprise and then I would have to say, oh, and just another surprise, see you later for a week, you know. So I did give her a bit of a heads up, but I didn't tell her when. And then when he arrived, she was really shocked. She just didn't really know what to do with herself. So I don't know if it's because she doesn't like surprises or... It's because she's just so little still and maybe she just doesn't know how to process those sorts of emotions. But (laughs) I think from now on I will be telling her about anything like that rather than surprising her because it didn't go down very well. But having said that, she was really happy and it wasn't long before she was really excited that he was there. So yeah, it was good. I also just want to say to everybody who is enrolled in the Don't Just Survive, Thrive online program. Hooray! I'm so excited and I hope you're loving it. And it's just so great to have women from around the world doing this course and joining this tribe to get empowered as single mothers. And because I've had a few questions um, about it, I have actually extended the open for enrollment. And even though it has started on Monday, I am actually now going to close the doors tomorrow. That is Thursday, the 16th of November. And if you are listening to this podcast at another date, I'm actually running it again. I'm planning on running it again, I should say, because nothing is certain, but I'm planning on running it again sometime late January, 2018 or early Feb. The course is called Don't Just Survive, Thrive, and it's all about getting empowered as a single mom. So send me an email if you're keen. I can give you any updates on that as well. But yeah, if you want to enroll, I'll put the link in the show notes. And I'm just so excited that we're going to have all these empowered single moms walking around the streets. (laughs) Okay, so let's continue the chat. So She is the bikini fitness bodybuilding single mom on a mission who is also working full-time in a high-pressure job as an investment banker. In the last episode, she told us all about how she gets it done as a single mom. You know, 
Along with sharing her story of becoming a single mom, she also gave us an insight into a typical week in the life of a full-time working, bodybuilding, single mom life. She also shared her tips for staying organized and saving time. She's an absolute inspiration. She is the perfect example of someone who is following her dreams and her passion, and she's doing whatever it takes and making it work despite being a single mom. Ladies, it is Viviana Ochoa. Let's get into it. Do you think you'll ever have more kids? If you repartner with someone, would you have more children? Uh, the big tough question. And the thing is, um, to be honest, <laughs> when I got married, I always want to have three kids. Yeah. Um, after I have um, my first one, and I feel like that affects a lot of my relationship because it was in, in the right time. Um then I say, um, my son hasn't been easy. He never likes to sleep. He is super active. And uh, I don't know, it's a boy's thing. I don't know what is that, but he hasn't been the easiest child ever. Yeah. Uh, compared with all my friends, they got like a perfect kid. Uh, mine is not. Um, oh, I don't know if any kid's perfect. <laughs> well, sure okay. all... Everyone's kid says perfect. No mine. way. They're but... all little brats at times. <laughs> But, and I love him. I, my, he is the reason of my, my whole life and everything I do. And I hope he feels proud of me when he gets older and he admires everything I'm, I do at the oh moment. Oh, my gosh. He's going to be so proud of you. You're so amazing. But, um, so, but the fact not having a family here, yeah. that made me think I don't want to have more kids because I know how hard it's got to Colombia with a child flying for two days basically with a child and not having help how much costs as well. Yeah. And that's one thing. My parents come every year or every two years and they stay for two months, three months. And it's pretty good. But they don't speak the language. They they don't um they don't know the place. So I know for them it's hard. And um and they really rely on me and I cannot take three months holidays to be with them around and show Sydney and go to the shops and everything. Yeah. Um so i think if I met someone and I fall in love, uh I probably had that um I open door to have more kids. But if you ask me, you want more kids? No, it's too hard. Yeah. Being a sing- I don't want to be a single yeah. mom again and be and I was lucky because my son's dad is a great dad. Like, I can't not say anything bad about him as a dad. And you guys have a good relationship now, don't you? Yes, we're pretty good friends. Like, we talk about we're dating, who we're dating, why we break up and we love to each other, about why we break up or about the ex-partners and everything. So we're pretty good with that. Um, we didn't go divorced in bad terms. We start to grow apart because I got into this bodybuilding thing and he's in finance and everything. So he's party boy who likes that style, goes to expensive restaurants and had the lifestyle he can't even afford because we're paid for everything for him. And I got into bodybuilding. I didn't want to. First, I have a child, so I couldn't go out. I couldn't do anything because we didn't have anyone to help us to looking after him. And he wasn't making enough the money he used to make. I wasn't working, so I didn't. I feel guilty 
to go out, pay a nanny $100 per hour to flip channels <laughs> yeah. in the lounge when I was spending uh, out drinking and eating $500, $1,000, whatever, because that's his lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so I, we start to grow apart. So yeah. we start to have different things. So I was into eating healthy, training, sleeping, and doing things with my son. He was more like uh, going out with his mates and uh, party, drinking, and next day hangover. And then we had day nights, but he was too tired because he was out all week. So um, we kind of grew apart. Like yeah. the, the, the priorities, not priorities, but uh, taste change. Yeah. So we never enjoyed more time together anymore. Yeah. So I was, uh, we were out together for social events and he was like the drunk alcoholic doing the big show. And I was like the sober <laughs> who is boring and telling him, let's go home. No, it's not boring. Just because you don't drink, it's not boring. Exactly. Well, like I still like I have fun, but I'm not going to yeah. be until 2 a.m. sober. Like, yeah. Let's be honest, everyone <laughs> starts to get messy after midnight drinking and you yeah. start like, time to go home. People are like, getting so stupid. Um, so, yeah, so I think, so we start to do things apart. So he was out all the time. I wasn't out with him. And I say to him, look, we live, we live like mates. Like, mm. we live like shifts. Mm. We, we're young. We, I, go, I got divorced. Three, I'm 36, nearly three years ago. So I was 33, and I was like, and he's 30. He was 35. I was like, look, we're still young. We still can do the life again. Probably you find someone who is more like you, and I probably find someone who is more like me. And yeah. before you get drunk and uh, you get crazy and you start to have an affair or things, so or probably I get into the gym and I just started having an affair with a. Uh, <laughs> gym junkie too so I don't know we just live this in this way before we hate each other and uh, keep the relationship because we have a son so we have yeah. to live the rest of our life it's very so, mature Viviana it's really good well we have to do it that way yeah so um, then we did and uh, financially we never have any problem he he was really aware I didn't have my family here. He makes three times more than me. So he was like, look, um, uh, and I was, I knew what he had before we got married. We didn't sign anything before, any prenup or anything. But I said to him, look, I'm not going to touch anything you had before. Actually, the, you can keep the car, you can keep all the furniture because that was yours when we met. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I want to split is the apartment. Let's sell the apartment. Let's do the financial settlement just on the apartment. Because, and I say to him, not just because you got two months before we got together. It's just, and I've been, even when I haven't been making the same money as you and paid the mortgage the same as you, um, I think this is ours and it's part of the marriage. Yeah. And I'm asking for that for the, my son's futures. Yeah. Um, so he was say he was happy with that. He we actually uh, we sold the place, we pay off the mortgage, we pay all the debts, and he said to me, "Get all the cash left because we're paying all the debt." Which part of his debt was massive credit cards, as well of his credit cards, and yeah. um, and he knew how much money I made. He said, "Look, make a budget. How much you can afford a place and." I want you keep living in the Easter suburbs. I want you keep 
having your lifestyle. I don't want you have a difficult time because if you find my son is fine and that's the only thing I want. It's so amazing. It's great. And he say, and tell me how much money you want a month. And I actually make my budget and everything. And I say, this is the money I want. And he was like, look, I'm going to give you a little bit more. And because I want you be able to take him to do funny stuff. And I also going to give you a credit card. So if he needs clothes, he needs medication, whatever he needs, I'm happy to pay for that. And I'm going to take care of all his health and hold his education. So wow. I was, um, he's a great dad and I'm really lucky my son got that dad. Yeah. I will be scared to find another partner and not have the same luck. Mm. And more because everything you hear about divorce and they get nasty and um, the son of the dads don't want to know anything about the kids. So I will be scared to have another kid and go through the same situation. Yeah. But also I know if I get a partner and I get married again, uh, a lot of things are going to be different. Like I got married really young. Probably yeah. we didn't know what we want or who we were at that time. Yeah. And we just grew apart. And um, because I already divorced, I know what I don't want for my future husband. Exactly. Um, I know the mistakes we made as well. And also because when we become moms, we forget about the husbands. And I think that was part of the whole divorce. Like I just was focused to be a mom and be the best mom that I forgot I had a partner and I just become boring. I didn't want to do things with him. And I just want, I just worry about to getting my body in shape and back and everything. So that was another thing I would say I would not make that mistake again. Mm. Obviously, when you get divorced, it's two people. It's not just one person. It was a exactly. lot of things. He made mistakes. So, um, but at least I learned a lot of things. I'm not going to make that mistake again with a partner. So probably if I get married again, uh, first, it's not going to be the same as the first time I get married. So I don't no. care if I don't get married, to be honest. Uh, actually, I think it's just expensive. probably I miss to have the diamond on my ring and say my husband yes (laughs) that that is a little bit of missing the thing I miss yeah um but um yeah I wouldn't mind to get married and have a, a partner and have kids but I think uh it's a lot of things I would plan hopefully I can plan exactly um Financially, I hope uh, I will be in better condition. Something I would like of having a partner is he has a family because I don't have a family here. Yeah. I come from a beautiful family, family-orientated culture. So I would love if that person has a family. And if that person has a family, I probably don't mind to have more kids because I would know we had that family there to support us. Yeah. Exactly. So, it makes a big difference. Yes, having a family. So I see friends like Colombian friends married with Australians. They have family here. Yeah. How it's not easy because everyone has a difficult life in different ways, but it's just the way it can work around kids. Yeah, it is nice to have that family support. And how the relationship can work for them as well. So they can live. Like if I have my mother-in-law was there when we need her but she basically disappeared the first year of my son and then she back to fight to me and it was just that uh, it was I was 
basically using my child as this is my power. Now you're not going to control my life if you want him. So it kind of like um, never had that good relationship even when I have a child. So she never helped. Yeah. Probably if she was there helping, let's say we can leave the our son every Friday night with her and we couldn't sleep in. Then I probably was out with him drinking and getting crazy with him. And yeah. probably we didn't get divorced, but because I have to think, okay, you gotta get drunk, you're gonna be hungover. So who's gonna do with the child tomorrow? It's me. So maybe I don't go out. Yeah, makes sense. Totally. So it's a lot of things it would change about having a kid again. Yeah, as I said before, I always want to have three kids. Probably no, no now. <laughs> but maybe another one, yes, because I got an older sister and I love her and she even when we fight a lot. We, she's always there what I need. Yeah. Yeah, so, really good. Yeah, I want my son has that as well. So eventually, and he is on the age when he's asking, all my friends have a little sister, a little brother, and I yeah. don't have one. I want a little sister. I want, and he's always talking, oh, a little sister, a little sister, he's going to help me with <laughs> so my cute. little sister. I'm like, well, tell your dad to give you a little sister. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> so funny. My daughter asked me the same thing as well. <sighs> She's like, when am I getting a brother? When am I getting a sister? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. She's like, I'm pretty sure there's a baby in your tummy. I'm like, no, there's oh, definitely yeah. not. Yeah, the same. <laughs> the same. My son is like, is a baby there? I was like, no, nope, believe me, no. Yeah. That is not. <laughs> that is only food, if there is food. <laughs> so, yes, and um, so, yeah, I don't know. But um, if I don't get married again, if I don't have more kids, it's not the end of the world for me, to be yeah. honest. It's like a, I already ticked that. Yeah. Uh, definitely, I want a partner. Yes. I mm. hate being on my own. I like to be around people. I would like to be with someone, sleep with someone, have someone to tell the good and bad things about work. And I want to have a partner to get involved with my friends and know my friends, be involved in my culture, yeah. and be part of my son's life without being the dad. Yeah. Probably like a friend or his tutor or something, but always clear he got a dad you're not gonna be the dad yeah um but um it's too hard now like i don't know what's going on with the guys uh, uh in sydney so, i don't know what's going on with them either it's... but um i'm gonna be honest um i intimidate a lot guys and because, I get you know what you're such a strong woman and you're so beautiful as well and I can you. see why people would get intimidated because you you just I mean even just describing your whole life you know and you're so kind of um confident and it just I think it would scare guys because a lot well, of this guys is want- I work in a, a male domination dominated environment and literally we are like 200 people on the floor probably 10 of us are women far out and I always ask around, like, what's wrong with me? He's like, <laughs> what are you looking for, for another, for a woman? Because you are a man. You are the man on the floor. They constantly <laughs> tell me, you got more muscle than anyone here. You got more abs than anyone here. And, uh, and then I talk with friends, like, um, like male friends. And I say, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, everyone think I, I'm going to have the big looking rib guy, but I don't get anything. And um, they they say like because you seem like you don't need anyone like you have everything so work out like you got your own place you got your own car you got your own job you manage your life you do exercise like everyone is like she doesn't need anyone 
like what I'm gonna do in her life but no definitely we all need someone I think you'll definitely find someone great and someone who's not intimidated by you or your strength or your beauty you know someone just who will be your equal like you don't need to be saved you don't need to be looked after but it's still nice to have that person and you know you don't want to be with someone anyway who finds that threatening so yeah exactly the The other thing is everyone think like now we're getting into dating apps and everything and it just started conversations and everything that look I don't have time to waste with people like oh I don't know what I want or or, or this or like trying why what's wrong with you are you crazy or you are on the top of the chart crazy beautiful crazy and all that <laughs> thing and I was like yeah I'm on the chart in the dude part so maybe in the what part dude dude. (laughs) (laughs) I say I wore like I'm the unicorn and they're like no you are the dude (laughs) you are the dude so um, uh, they start with that and then I met the guys and if they see me a little bit fit or like the arms a little bit with definition or something they straight away they think oh but you probably want a gym junkie uh, you want someone ripped as you and wrong. I don't want that. I don't want another freak like me. Yeah. I want, I actually <laughs> prefer a little puffy guys. Like if it, if it, it, like people say like, why this guy is such a, a big ripped? Why is with the chubby kid? Because that's what we like. We don't want someone like us. We don't want someone we having sex and competing who goes the bed ups. <laughs> <laughs> or who got better biceps. Like, seriously, you want someone you can relax. So, that is so funny. And I also I'm a little bit tall, so I found a little bit difficult to find someone uh, for the high because, which I don't care. If, if I wear heels and I'm taller than them, I don't care about that either. Um, so it's a lot. I, others, they don't understand my relationship with my ex. And they are like, why he's testing you all the time? Well, because he's with my son and I want to know how, what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but uh, you, 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 t- you always talk to him and you have a good thing about him. I was like, yeah, he's a good dad. I'm yeah. not talking about him as a man. I'm talking about he is a good dad. Like, yeah, I got a good relationship. Uh, but it's so friendly. You, you guys are still in love. No, we get over of that. Like, yeah. I better be lesbian than be with him again. <laughs> Touch wood. But it's just my son's dad. And was, I'm, I'm really thankful with him for everything he did when I came to Australia. I'm an Australian because of him, because I got the visa through him five, seven years ago. Um, he helped me to get a job in finance here. Like, it's a lot of things I'm thankful, of course. Yeah. I'm not going to be rude or hate him just because things didn't work between us. I so, think it does take a pretty strong guy to date um, a woman who's divorced or separated with a child because it is, like, it's not a normal situation to be so sort of intertwined in an ex-partner's life and they have to feel pretty confident that... Yes, you know, there's not, nothing to be worried about. That's why I think other parents are good options because they understand. But then I found it's too hard to change with the changeovers because when you have that's the kids, they all doesn't have the kids, and yeah. then they all it's like never work. Yeah, it's like can be a week we don't see each other, but uh, you also don't want to get all together. <laughs> and yeah. even when you try, it's kind of hard and awkward. And when the kids don't start to fight or something, it's hard. 
So, yeah. yeah, I actually found, I don't know, first, because I don't look like my age. Like, everyone thinks I'm 28. Yeah, you and do I, I get it at the gym. Every 26-year-old tries to pick me up for a date. And I always had to say, make it out, I'm double your age. <laughs> and, um, and I'm a mom and I'm divorced, so run now. <laughs> so I get so many young people. Oh, I get the old men, like the really old men, 60-year-old, they have nothing to lose. So I don't get like the... I've like, I don't know, I'm, my target is between 36, 40, but um, I don't get these guys, to be honest. Oh, that'll be definitely one that comes from. And if I get them, actually. if I get them, they start, but, uh, but you divorce and you have a child. So I know on my age, I can find someone who is never married, never had kids. Well, go and look for them. And if they're single, they never married, never had kids. By 38, something is wrong with them, probably. Uh, unless I got divorced, things didn't work. But I don't know. It's always different situations for everyone. Uh, but anyway, I found it so difficult. I don't know, because of my personality, my gym freak thing, or my <laughs> uh, working environment, or because I just don't need a man in my life. I want a man in my life. It's yeah. different. It's two things very different. I want someone with me know someone who pays my bills or share bills with me. Yeah, so, you just want an equal. And I actually, um, after my divorce, I was in a relationship for a year. Yeah, I remember that. That was like pretty much a year after. Um, it was another bodybuilder. And he divorced with kids, but his kids, um, he was uh, 12 years older than me. But at some point, um, they, we were like same freak. So we were not complement. We were two freak people. What do you mean? So he was a bodybuilder, like he was a bodybuilder, uh, super ripped. So we constantly were, everything was around our food, competing, abs, um, <laughs> muscles, depletion, uh, body fat. And then um, he was, because he got all the kids, so he was, a little bit of like he knew everything was happening with my son. Ah, right. So, um, yes, and a little bit, he actually met my ex-husband. They actually, not good, not bad relationship, but really polite. Two different people, absolutely extreme people, like literally went from one extreme to the other. Yeah. But um, I don't know, I was a little bit worried about his age. If I want to get married and have more kids, probably he wasn't the person. So yeah. I better to step out of that relationship and let him go, even when he's a great person. Yeah. And I still miss him, but as a, like a, yeah, like as a, it's a good guy. Like yeah. any woman who gets him will be the happiest person ever. But he didn't have that thought, like a strong personality. Yeah. And I was feeling like I was doing everything like what are we doing? What are we eating? So I was the one who has to choose what we're eating, what we're doing, where we're going. For yeah, that's really frustrating, I find, because we've got enough decisions. We're making every single decision in our life. For and he was like day. living my life. Like he wasn't really uh, had friends or doing things. So I feel like he was, sounds bad, but like my puppy dog yeah. with me all the time. <laughs> and I have to look after him. We were in social um, environments and I have to take care of him because he was quite shy and I'm not shy so 
it kind of, yeah, we were really different, but, and then I was like, okay, let's see if, what, what else I can get. And I start to see another guy, uh, divorced with kids similar age, but he was desperate to get married, had kids because his kids were not his kids. They adopted. And I was like, okay, relax. Let's get to know each other first before we talk to these things. And, um, and then he was like a trophy wife. Like, oh, yeah, look, I got a good job and you can, uh, I, you can have your own gym if you want. You can have whatever you want. I was like, this is not what I'm looking for. I like to work. Yeah. I like my life. Like, yes, it's hard sometimes. I just want to throw on the floor and cry sometimes. But oh. I actually like the life I have, even when it's full on. Yeah. And then I met someone like a random, like, different thing. Uh, no corp environment, like someone who works shifts probably makes more money than him and uh, younger than me, um, was taller than him. He was, he is a little bit chubby and he was like totally game changer. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I want. I want someone. Sounds like your dream person. Exactly. That's, <laughs> what, that's what I want. Someone I don't care what he does for work. I don't care how he looks, but I had an awesome time with him. I just laughed a lot with him, but for him, I was like too much. Yeah. This is at the time I don't understand what happened because I like, I don't know, like he just never cared about anything. He was living like 45 minutes away from me and I was happy to go where he lives. He used to live in a shared house and I was happy for him to come here, but he was like, no, I want you to spend time in my place. And I was like, okay, I'm doing things i never done before. But I do it because I have a great time with you. But yeah. it's just like nothing happens. And I was like, I don't know what I want, you know, what I should get. Like I already have all these type of guys, like the divorce with kids, the older guy, the the 40-year-old guy with kids who wants to have more kids and try to get married. Um, then the younger, nothing doesn't tick any of my boxes and mm, Looks like nothing works. <laughs> Bloody hard, but you know what? You shouldn't settle. Like, stay strong with what you want, and you know who's going to be a good match for you because it's just not worth it otherwise. Well, yeah, I'm not desperate. I'm not desperate to find someone. No, uh, but I definitely don't like to be alone. I like to be with someone, like watching movies. And yeah, that I, is nice. I hate that game of dating. Like, oh, again. Me too. <laughs> Uh, what do you do for work? Why you got divorced? And yeah. why you can It's like repeating, repeating. I really want to record in my life. And every time I meet someone, like, let's play this. And then we talk and yeah. see what happens. Because it's so annoying. Like this again and again and again. And sometimes you meet someone and you like them the first time. And then you start to talk to each other. And then it's like, okay, no, this doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like thinking again, oh, should I just keep... Uh, I'm really picky and maybe I should keep being, seeing this guy or I just keep looking because clearly there is no perfect guy. So probably this is the closest to perfect, but I cannot even stand him. Well, so, I don't think there's perfect, but I think um, you've got to have a good feeling about it. You've got to kind of trust your gut. And if you're not feeling it, there's just no point in f- trying to force it. Yeah. And sometimes think of all the bodybuilding thing is a, uh, really killing things to get a partner and because first I don't want to get another bodybuilder so yeah 
that's one thing. But also for a guy, it's quite boring, my lifestyle or my eating style and things. But also I found guys, they want to get fit, but I'm not the person who is going to take them to be fit. If you want to be fit, you're going to be fit, not me. Yeah. I'm going to make you fit. But yeah. obviously that with me is going to be easy to get fit. But um, yeah, I just found the bodybuilding thing is the hardest part and more because you're dating and uh, you can't go out and have dinner every day. So only yeah. once a week and it's your cheat meal and you have to be careful what you're eating as well. Do you so, ever eat chocolate? Every day. Do you? <laughs> yes. How does that fit into the diet? Uh, no, it's not allowing my diet. It just, it goes to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise I get depressed. No, definitely I need my chocolate in the morning and at night. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're having some, some enjoyable food. <laughs> yeah, probably now in the next few weeks, I'm not going to have as much as I had. Yeah. But yeah, no, I try to like, yeah, I try to stick to the nutrition program, maybe 95%. Yeah. And I good. know what my body can handle and what my body cannot handle as well. Yeah. So something I don't have in the whole time of my preparation is bread, pasta, or cheese. Oh. That is three things I don't have. I actually still have in the, maybe the, the, in five months preparation, probably the first three months, I still have in drink, but I really like a glass of wine or a couple of yeah. glasses of wine or or vodka and soda or something. Yeah. Um, definitely alcohol, I would not have six weeks uh, before the competition. Definitely yeah. not because um, it's not because it's going to um, get fat or anything. It's more because the condition of my fitness needs to be really good because I'm going to start to train it, train harder and harder yeah. and heavier and double sessions and everything. It's more for fitness yeah. instead of looking. Um Cheese, bread, pasta is just poison for your body. It's just, no. if you want to lose weight, that is three things you need to cut out of your diet. <laughs> totally, 100%. Oh, Every processed my food. My favorite. Every oh, processed food. <clears throat> when I did yeah. that, um, that diet that you sent over for me, which yeah. was just six days of broccoli and chicken pretty much five times yeah. a day <laughs> I was so miserable but I oh, did yeah. it I did it and I thought I didn't think I would be able to but I was I realized how addicted to carbohydrates I am because I just couldn't stop thinking about them all I wanted was a massive bowl of pasta the whole time I was sitting there going oh my gosh and then I felt really guilty though when I ate normal food again on the seventh day and I was like I can yeah, see that some people your body. <laughs> no no but like it's, I think people can get easily sucked in to taking it too over the top, don't you think? Yeah, but I think it's because pasta, bread and cheese is the easiest things to have. Like it's easy yeah. just if you, you're busy, just make a sandwich and then you get like bread, cheese, ham and just eat it. So it's just an easy way. Yeah. And uh, the same with pasta, you just put like bolognese, tomato sauce, whatever you want to put in the pasta, boil the pasta, and then it's done. So it's just easy because it's all processed, so it doesn't take long time. But it's a lot of choices you can have without 
making that. And also because processed food has a lot of things like sugar and addiction things. Yeah. So pasta, bread, well, I've started and having cheese. Like, um, I've started having like quinoa pasta and buckwheat and stuff. Yeah, those things are better. Like it's yeah. still a little processed but come from natural stuff. I don't believe in the gluten-free, dairy-free things. So I don't even have that. When people say, oh, let's go have pasta, it's gluten-free. I was like, just give me normal pasta, the same thing. Uh, yeah, gluten-free pasta it's the same, is Yeah, because, um, yeah, it tastes horrible and it's the same processed food. It's just from different things. Um, I actually, when I got to, um, to when I had pizza, I had gluten-free pasta. But um, it's, it's just, I got used to eat that gluten-free, um, the, the pizza bread. Um, doesn't taste that bad and at least psychological I'm not I don't feel like I'm poisoning my body but uh, yeah definitely bread gluten-free bread and all those things it's not like everyday choice for me yeah only like once a week because I don't have more choice I try to stick to that but yeah definitely pasta bread and cheese is like a drug because it has it's a processed food and it has a lot of things to create addictions yeah so yeah, definitely that's out of my diet. Yeah, well, I'm very impressed. <laughs> we better start wrapping up because I know you've probably still got to do your workout tonight and it's definitely past your bedtime. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. If one day I go a little bit later, it's fine. That's, that's fine. Oh, thank you so much for coming thank to talk you. with me. I think you're so inspiring, honestly. Oh, I think it's just you. amazing everything that you're doing. It's incredible. Thank you very much. I hope I inspire a lot of people, a lot of women to do exercise. Even married women still, they, yeah. they get a little bit struggle to get to the gym and have a life. There's so, a yeah, it's yeah. not just single moms. We have problems to go to the gym and have social lives also. Yeah. Um, married moms as well. So, it yeah, it's always good to help people and if my life can inspire someone i'm always happy with that mm. so no, well, i hope uh, people get into the gym uh organize their fitting time for the gym just after they listen to this <laughs> yeah exactly or it doesn't even have to be the gym just going for a walk oh look like what i do at home yeah, i do exercise exactly. before yeah. my child is awake, is wake up and i do after he goes to bed to do my half an hour workout it's a great option, especially yes. for us. Yeah, exactly. And it, I got a lot of things doesn't use more than one square in my bedroom. And I go, didn't spend more than $100 at Kmart getting everything. That's pretty good. Yeah, so. Amazing. Yeah, I hope uh, this helps a lot of moms yes. <laughs> in general. I just want to ask you one last question, which is yeah. what I like to ask single moms when they're on the show. Um, do you have any advice for new single mums? And also, what is the best thing for you about being a single mum? I think um, my best advice is um, don't feel you fail. Uh, I think this is a new opportunity that life is going to give you to do something better. Um, At the start, things is going to be hard, but... um, there is a reason things happen and then it's going to be better than it was. So yeah, it just, um, it takes time um, and always talk to friends uh, what you're feeling and if, you, if the person feels better just to keep things for themselves, 
they definitely that's not the option. You always need to friend a friend or friends to spit it out what you feel. Is you're always gonna find people they don't understand what you're going through, and they probably see you so dramatic. Um, like also you're gonna find people it feels like poor you, but it's not poor you. It's just another chance in your life to make something better of you. I love it's that. It's never a fail. It's never a fail. Getting divorced doesn't mean you you fail. Being a single mom, it doesn't make you a bad mom. Um, it's just a new opportunity in your life to do something better you've done. Yes, exactly. And what's the best thing that you found in becoming a single mom? Um, I don't have to be anyone for anyone. I'm, I'm me. <laughs> You know, we know yeah. when you get married, when you have a partner, it's like um, you have to be the person your partner wants you to be. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, like the first time you can be the person you want. So you can be the partner you want. You can do whatever you want. So, yeah, it's definitely like first time you can be you in your life and be the mom you want no no the parenting together we have to agree on this putting in bed at this time or doing this no it's doing everything on my way yeah so yes it's just be me that's the best part of being a mom single mom i think it's fantastic thank you so much viviana um thanks julia i will put your instagram in the show notes um, okay perfect thank you connect with you it's viviana eight a yes. and I will put that link in the show notes. I'm not well. really active, but I try to put exercise, a little advice, and a little bit uh, things about my daily life. I love your Instagram. So, but uh, but it's in general a little bit of everything. Just just me. No, I like, like I'm not putting my bum all, all the time or look at me at the gym and my bum in the selfie. No, if I put uh, things at the gym, is doing a video uh, training. Oh, things about my life, about my son, things we do, and just a real single mom. Thing. Yeah. Fit mom. Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much. So thank you so much. Have a good night. You too. See you later. Bye. See ya. Bye. I hope you enjoyed it. I just love Viviana. She's so amazing. I love the fact that she just goes for it. She gets it done. It's amazing. Just so... Before I go, just remind you, if you want to sign up to the course, it's not too late. You've got until the 16th of November to sign up to learn how to not just survive, but thrive as a single mother and to really get empowered. So I'd love to see you in there. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, I would love it if you could rate it in iTunes. And the reason for this is that it makes it easier for new single mums to find. So all you have to do is go to your podcast app, you go to the bottom and press search, and then you just type in single mother survival guide. When that comes up, you click on the whole podcast cover art, and then you click reviews, and then you press write a review. So you just have to put in your iTunes password. And once you've pressed that, you can either rate it or write a review and you're all set. So if you could spare 30 seconds to a minute, that would be amazing. If you want to connect with me, you can send me an email, which I will put in the show notes, but it's just julia at singlemothersurvivalguide.com. You can also connect with me on Facebook and Instagram. They are both at singlemothersurvivalguide. 
And if you want to check out how I can help you, please have a look at my website, www.singlemothersurvivalguide.com. You can look at the online one-on-one mentoring programs that I offer. You can also book in for a 30-minute complimentary clarity call. You can find out more about the course and you can check out all the other episodes of my podcast and read my blog. And you can also join the Single Mother Survival Guide support forum, which is a support group on Facebook, all via my website. Anyway, that's it from me for this week. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will speak to you next week. Okay, bye for now.